friends, it's good to be with you as always. Thank you for taking some time to join me. Uh, today I want to focus our attention a little bit on mental health and wellness. Um, this has been a pressing area for us for a while, but there have been a couple of uh, recent things that have brought it even higher to our awareness. Uh, one is, I think many of you have heard, most of you have heard, uh, there was tragically another suicide in the Wyzetta High School, a uh, junior, a young man, and so we uh, grieve with his family. Uh, we have sent out an email to the community about that. Uh, related to the high schools as well, there's been conversation about the tension between keeping our students safe on the one hand from COVID and uh, the, the need for them to do extracurricular activities and sporting events and the way that's impacting their mental health. By the time this airs, I think the Minnesota State High School League will have made a determination about that. In my own work as a pastor, I've had a number of conversations in the last few weeks um, with parents, with uh, elderly people, uh, with others who are, among other things, uh, facing mental health issues or are dealing with the mental health issues of family members. Uh, and then, of course, uh, broadly speaking, COVID has caused all kinds of um, increased mental health challenges around anxiety and isolation and depression. So I want to say a couple things about that um, as it relates to the church. The first thing I want to say is that in all of the conversations I have had with mental health professionals, they always lift up the central and significant importance of communities of faith as places that play a really important role uh, in our mental health. Now, I'm not someone who believes that our faith needs to be explained or justified um, in terms of how effective it is in helping us as people deal with uh, life. I think our faith is fundamentally something that's important because it is true. That said, uh, I think it's totally legitimate to lift up the ways that our faith and our communities of faith uh, support us in this life. And so, um, again, every conversation I've had with psychologists or psychiatrists, they lift this up. And most recently, um, I was on a Zoom call. I, I serve on the board of Lutheran Campus Ministry at the University of Minnesota. And joining us was a staff a psychologist from the Student Support Center there. And she, again, reinforced how important communities of faith are for uh, all people. And I want to share, uh, uh, and we'll provide a link to this, uh, an article she mentioned, actually she followed up with us by email. It's from the New York Times. It's about resiliency, so our ability to bounce back from difficult things. Uh, and this article um, talks again, or lifts up again, the ways that uh, communities of faith can be a support for mental health issues. Um, again, we'll provide a link to this. I, I hope you're able to access it um, without a subscription. But uh, it, at the end, there are a few bullet points that reinforce this. Um, it talks about the importance of spiritual practices, um, the importance of altruism, so the, the focusing on others rather than yourself, which is something that we teach here. Um, the importance of having a mission or a meaning or purpose, again, something we talk about here, something bigger than yourselves. Uh, and then a support system or uh, community. And again, that's of course part of church. So again, um, that's the first point. Uh, churches matter on this front. Which brings up the second point I want to mention, which is um, we actually have all kinds of resources here already uh, connected to mental health. In the email we sent out in the wake of that suicide, we lifted some of those up. Um, 
Coming up, I want to mention very clearly we have uh, the opportunity to participate, all of the members of St. Philip Deacon, in something called the Mental Health First Aid. Uh, that'll happen in November. We'll provide a link to how you can or sign up for that. It will be, it'll be free to you. Um, our youth staff have been meeting with our young people as they choose to, both in small groups in our backyard while the weather permits, um, just to have an opportunity to talk about how they're doing. Uh, we have a caregiver support group. We have a, a support group for families uh, dealing with the particular challenge of suicide. All of those are available today. Um, but I also want to lift up the fact that even before COVID, uh, we at St. Philpidekin were so aware of this as a need that we were going to focus our next capital appeal uh, as an emphasis in terms of our mission support on uh, mental health and wellness. Now we have decided because of COVID to push that out a year. Uh, you can read about that um, in the most recent issue of Inspire Magazine. I, I have a column where I talk about that. But I just want to sort of pause to say, uh, we're actively working on ways that we as a congregation can be a more significant and important, uh, helpful part of the conversation around mental health. Um, and again, we'll be talking more about that next Capitol Appeal now next summer, so the summer of 2021. But even before then, we are leaning into this. We want to be um, there for you. So if you do uh, have issues that you need to talk with someone, absolutely feel free to reach out to one of the pastors or to one of our, our staff members um, and uh, let us know how we can be helpful. Uh, again, you'll find some of these resources I mentioned below. And as always, thank you for spending some time with me. Be well, stay in touch, and God bless. Mm -hmm.